Good morning. We're glad to have you join us for this week's message. We pray that it'll be a blessing to you as we look at the book of Jonah, chapter 1, verse number 1. The Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And we know that Jonah got on a ship, and we know that the Lord sent out a great wind. In verse number four, we know the mariners were afraid. They started to cast everything into the sea and pray to their little G gods. But Jonah, where was he? He was he was fast asleep. He was unconcerned. And we know that they discovered Jonah to be the cause of the evil and Jonah not willing to go, still not willing to submit to God's will. What did he do? He told him to cast him into the sea. And the men did that in verse number 15. And the Bible says that the sea ceased from her rage. In verse number 17 of chapter one says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And we need to remember this is a true story. I don't believe what some of the more liberal people might say that Jonah, that it was an example. It was a type. He's referenced as being a real person in Second Kings 14.25. And Jesus himself referenced Jonah in Matthew 16, chapter, chapter 16, verse number four. I believe that there's no doubt that Jonah was a real person. And I personally, I don't believe I need to go out and try to figure out what kind of fish or try to search out and decide what kind of fish it was that swallowed up Jonah because my Bible tells me now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And as far as I'm concerned, that settles it. So let's look and see what we can learn from the book of Jonah this morning. We've skipped over a lot. I would encourage you to read it and study it on your own time. But for the sake of our time, let's go to the first point, the commission. The commission. Jonah was told to go. He was told to arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah here, he had the wrong attitude toward God's will. He thought he could simply resign. He thought he could simply just turn and go the other way and choose not to do it. The Bible says he went down to Joppa. He went down to the ship's belly, down to the bottom of the mountains, down to the fish's belly. He went down. Whenever you go away from God's will and you go away from what God has told you to do, there's only one way you can go, and that's down. And that's exactly what Jonah did. He had the wrong attitude toward God's will, but he had the wrong attitude toward God's word. He thought he had the right to take it or to leave it. Jonah believed it would be better that Nineveh be destroyed than the Syrians live and later attack Israel. Jonah had forgotten in Genesis chapter 12 that God called the Jewish people to be a blessing to other nations. And we need to remember today as the world gets wicked, wicked and wickeder around us and the, the smell, the stench, I believe, uh, rises up to heaven just as the wickedness is come up before me. The Lord said in verse number two of chapter one, we need to remember that our command 
In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus told the disciples, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We need to remember that God would rather see men repent. God would rather see men turn back to him, women, children, the world turn back to him than to see the judgment fall. That sometimes as we see the wickedness, sometimes as we see how bad things have got our hearts, we can have the desire, the wrong desire to see God's judgment fall. We see the commission. We see number two. We see the condition. Here he is. He's asleep. Don't let us be asleep whenever the world's in trouble. When Christians are out of God's will, when Christians are asleep, when they're not doing what they're supposed to do, they bring trouble. Twice Abraham brought trouble to people because he lied, first in Genesis 10 and then in Genesis chapter 20. Achan brought trouble to Israel's army because he robbed God in Joshua chapter 7. Here Jonah brought trouble to a whole boatload of pagan sailors because he fled God's will. And here Jonah, he's lost his spiritual energy. He's totally asleep, totally unconcerned about the safety of others. He's lost his power in prayer. The pagan sailors were praying to their little G-gods while the one person who knew the big G-god slept. While he slept, he lost the voice of God. See, God now instead of speaking through the word, he spoke through the wind to Jonah and he lost his testimony. He wasn't living up to his name, which means dove, a symbol of peace. His condition was he was asleep, but as the shipmaster came to him, what meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon God. And I believe that's a good thing for us to do today. We need to arise. We need to call upon God. We see the correction that Jonah faced in chapter number two. We see as he ended up in the fish's belly and he cried out by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord the Bible says and he heard me out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heardest my voice in verse number two of chapter two as Charles Spurgeon said God never allows his children to sin successfully see God got a hold of Jonah and Jonah we know as we know this familiar story Jonah finally did what God told him to do but how much easier would it have been if Jonah had had God's heart? See, Jonah, we find out in the later part of this book, we find out that Jonah never really had God's heart. He never really saw God's desire to see those men of Nineveh come to repentance. All Jonah wanted to see was judgment. He wanted God's judgment to fall. But we've got to remember, as verse number nine says, salvation is of the Lord. It's up to God to choose. It's up to the Lord to choose who he wants to save. And we know the Bible says that God sent his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever believeth on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. We have a great cause, point number four. We have a great cause. The Bible says in Jeremiah thirty-three eleven in Psalm 136 that God's mercy his mercy endureth forever. Jonah, like Israel, needed to learn of God's compassion toward the Gentiles, the nation of Israel. Whenever Jesus came, they still, they did not like it when Jesus 
took the gospel. Whenever he took the gospel to the Gentiles, they felt like that the Gentiles should face judgment, that God should only come to the Jews. And here we see that Jonah, he felt like it would be better for the Gentiles to just face judgment. But I'm glad God didn't feel that way. I'm glad God loved me. In Luke 19, 10, the Bible says, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost, Ephesians 2, 4, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, Ezekiel 33, 11, the Bible says, as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his evil way and live. But we we have a danger, we have a concern, point number five, just as Jonah, he didn't, didn't understand, he didn't know God well enough, he wasn't close enough to God to grieve over the sin as God does, but not only that, he didn't know God well enough to rejoice over the repentance, the repentance of a sinner, just as God would. In Jonah chapter number four, we see that it displeased Jonah exceedingly. He was very angry. In verse number two, the Bible says, and he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was this not my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repentest thee of the evil. And Jonah in verse number three, he prayed, Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Jonah here would rather die than to see the nation of Israel repent, to see his his prophecy not be fulfilled. He would rather just go ahead and die. He was embarrassed. He was ashamed. He wanted to see God's judgment fall. But today, Christians, let us have, our concern is that we not have the heart, not have the heart that Jonah had, but have a heart that broke for the wicked, for the ones without God, the ones that know not what they do, that our heart would be broken and we would want to see them come to repentance to accept Christ as their Savior. Oh, sleeper, what meanest thou? What meanest thou? Awake, awake out thy sleep and pray, pray. I thank you so much for your attention. If you don't have a home church, I would invite you, I would encourage you to join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina.